Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you wanna learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're gonna wanna stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, Hustle Sainly Squad, and welcome back to the podcast, and and happy February. I am going to be honest with you guys. I literally do not get tired of telling you every single week just how grateful I am that you are here, that you decided to click play, and that you give me the space in your life to teach you how to be peacefully productive. I have the best job in the world, and you make that possible. So thank you for being a part of the podcast, fam. I mean it every single week when I say it. Like It's not just words coming out of my mouth, but I am so stoked about today's episode because I think that self-care needs a little bit of redefining, and we're going to tackle that together today. I'm going to break down some realistic self-care routines for busy women, whether you work full-time out of the home, you're a stay-at-home mom, an entrepreneur, a student, or a combo of a few of those. It's so important that you make it a priority to take care of yourself so that you can continue to show up for all those roles that you have without feeling like you're stretched too thin. But before we go any farther into this episode, since it is the first Tuesday of a brand new month, we're going to kick the show off with Hustle Sanely News, which is just a little segment where I give you all of the juicy details about what's going on in the Hustle Sanely community this month. Now, I'm technically still on maternity leave, so things are still pretty chill over here, but there are a few things that I do want to chat about. So the first thing is we have some events coming up inside of the BFF membership this month. On February 8th, we have our BFF group coaching on simplifying to be more peacefully productive. So last month, we did our workbook coaching, and this month, we're going to be doing our hot seat group coaching so that I can answer all of the BFF questions on simplifying for a more peacefully productive life. And then on February 22nd, we have our BFF Zoom hangout, which we will be voting on the theme of our hangout um, probably next week. We usually do some sort of Q&A. Last month, we did a plan with me, a plan together. Um, Sometimes we do like an adult show and tell, and it's always a good time. So we have those coming up. And then we are also later this month starting our BFF Bible study. We usually do two Bible studies a year together, and we are going to be kicking that one off. And I'm so excited because we are doing the study Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. It's one of my all-time favorite books, and it is there's a Bible study that goes along with it. So we're going to be working through that together as a community. So that is the first announcement for Hustle Sanely News, all of the BFF things. And then second announcement, 
we do have a flash sale on my favorite course coming up this month, okay? From February 15th through the 18th, the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course will be on sale. The course is usually $397, but during this flash sale, you can enroll for $100 off, meaning that you can get in for only $297, which I'm just saying is honestly pretty wild because the Hustle Seemly Kickstart course includes lifetime access to the course content in Kajabi. So that just means that anytime I make any updates to the course, like add anything new, you get access to it without paying any more. And you get access to quarterly group coaching calls so that you can ask questions and I can help you implement what you're learning. We have our next quarterly kickstart course um, call in March. So if you join the course in February, you'll be able to jump on that call with us in March. So the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course is a self-paced course where I walk you through the five keys to hustling sanely in detail. And I'm not when I say detail, y'all, I mean like detail. Like it is a very dense course. And we work on things like taking ownership of your mindset by getting to the root of and reframing your limiting beliefs. We work on getting clear on what you want your life to look and feel like. We work on decluttering your plate so you can figure out what is actually important to you. We work on creating sustainable habits and routines that reflect your priorities. We work on managing your time and energy so you're not exhausted all the time. We work on setting healthy boundaries to protect you from burnout. And we work on pursuing your goals while prioritizing your mental health and relationships. So if that sounds like something that you're stoked about and that you want to be a part of, make sure you mark your planners for February 15th through the 18th so that you can save $100 on the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course. The code for that is going to be KSFLASHFEB. Um, I'll have that in the show notes because I know it's going to be hard to remember and you can't use it yet, so I don't want you to forget it. Um, but make sure you're on my email list. If you go to jessicamassey.com slash get on the list, you can sign up for my email list. I always make sure that they know about any flash sales that are going on. We share them on Instagram too, but I know like with the algorithm and all that, people don't always see every post that we make. But if you're on my email list, you will get notified of every single sale that we ever have. Um, so go sign up there. And again, I will send out an email to remind you guys when the flash sale is happening. I cannot wait to welcome some new students into, like I said, my favorite course that we offer, the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course. But okay, that's it for February's Hustle Sanely news. Let's get into chatting about realistic self-care routines for busy women. Now, I want to start off by talking about what self-care is and why it's important, just so we're all on the same page before we dive into these routines, okay? So as I was prepping for this episode, I learned that there are actually seven different types of self-care, which is actually so helpful to know because I feel like self-care has a stigma in the sense that our brains go to one type when we hear about it or think about self-care, and that's the physical self-care. That includes 
things like taking a bath, getting your nails done, or getting a massage. Like, yes, all of that is self-care, but it may not be the self-care that you truly need, which is why it seems or feels frivolous to you. Now, we've talked about the seven different types of rest here on the show before. This reminds me of that. If you're not meeting your correct self-care needs, it's going to feel like you're just spinning your wheels and living in that constant state of burnout and overwhelm. But when you can identify the specific type of self-care that you need, you can meet that need and fill your tank, which we're going to talk more about our tanks in just a second. But first, I want to go over the seven types of self-care. So the first one is called emotional self-care. And emotional self-care, it's practices that help you connect, process, and reflect on a full range of emotions. Second type of self-care is practical self-care. So this one is tasks you complete that fulfill core aspects of your life in order to prevent future stressful situations. The third type is physical self-care, which we kind of already talked about a little bit, but this one is activities that you do to improve the well-being of your physical health. The fourth type of self-care is mental self-care. Now, this includes an activity that stimulates your mind, as I'm sure you can guess. The fifth type of self-care is social self-care, and this includes activities that nurture and deepen the relationships with people in your life. The sixth type of self-care is spiritual self-care. Now, this includes activities that nurture your spirit and allow you to think bigger than yourself. Now, spiritual self-care does not have to be religious, although for some people it is and it can be, okay? So keep that in mind. And then the last one, the seventh type of self-care is professional self-care. And this includes actions that support feeling balanced and fulfilled in your career. So self-care is about meeting your needs and doing what is best for your mind and your body. And I feel like a lot of people view self-care as just, and I'm putting this in air quotes, another thing to do on their to-do list. But I challenge you to do a little mindset shift if that's how you feel. Just like I say, Hustle Sanely 5 or HS5 isn't something that you should view as a to-do, but as a tool to make your life better. That's how I feel about self-care too. So stop viewing self-care as a task on your to-do list and start viewing it as a tool that is naturally woven into your life so that you can show up as the healthiest version of yourself. And I want to go back now to that tank analogy that I kind of alluded to earlier. When I think about self-care, I think about a tank. So we all have a capacity tank, like how much we can do before we hit empty. So the only way to not be on E, to not be running on empty is to fill up your tank, right? Like that's logical. It makes sense. Think about it as more of like an input versus output type situation. So self-care is your input. It's you making deposits into your tank so that you can continue moving forward. You cannot create output without consistent input, right? Like there's going to be nothing to output if you're not inputting anything. So that's when things break down, they stop working, things like that. So self-care practices are not these like cute, fluffy, if I have time for it, 
enjoy activities, they are vital to your well-being and directly affect how you show up for your life, okay? I'm going to say that again. Self-care practices are not these cute, fluffy, if-I-have-time activities. They are vital to your well-being and directly affect how you show up for your life. Now, as a follower of Jesus, I think it's important to note that self-care is a lot more than, and I'm putting this in air quotes, self, despite the name. Taking care of ourselves is a way to be a good steward of our energy. When we take care of ourselves, it allows us to show up and serve those around us better. That's the lens that I like to view self-care through. When I am the healthiest version of me, that spills out into my family life, my work life, my church life, my community life, all of those things. So think about it. When you're trying to run on E or on empty, you're not able to show up well for others. You're exhausted, you're irritable, and you're probably, or maybe this is just me, not super pleasant to be around. But when my tank is full, that's when the fruit of the Spirit is the most evident in my life. So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So often self-care becomes an if I have time left over situation. And that right there is why so many people are operating from this place of constant burnout and constant overwhelm. So this is the thing, you guys. Self-care should not be reserved for emergencies when you're at your breaking point about to actually lose your mind. It's so much more supportive and strategic, just saying, if you learn how to weave self-care into your daily life and you're operating from that place. So if you follow my personal Instagram account at Jess M. Massey, you've probably seen me story about these things that I like to call self-care sprinkles. So these are just little moments in my daily life that I elevate as a form of caring for myself. Usually I'm already doing these things, but I just take an extra intentional step to kind of like kick them up a notch to make them more special and just make myself feel cared for. So I want to give you some examples of self-care sprinkles because I think when you're really in a busy season of life, these are a really good way to make sure that you're showing up for yourself every day and taking care of yourself every day. So examples of self-care sprinkles, eating my lunch outside. So I'm already going to be eating lunch, right? Like I eat lunch every day. So why not make it a self-care moment by doing it outside to get some vitamin D and fresh air? So eating my lunch outside is a self-care sprinkle. Another example is using a cute container to hold my morning vitamins. I'm already going to be taking my vitamins, right? I do that every morning. So why not make it a self-care moment by using a cute little container that I'm excited to get out and use every single morning. Another example, it's diffusing essential oils and playing lo-fi music while I work. I'm already going to be working, so why not make it a vibe, make it a self-care moment by creating like an experience for my senses. You know what I mean? So I don't have to make self-care this extra thing, and you don't either. You don't have to make self-care this extra thing if this isn't the season for that. You can just be a little bit more intentional about the things that you're already doing in your daily life. Like nothing fancy, just little things that bring a smile to your face and some lightness to your spirit. And then the last thing that I want to talk about before we get into the concrete examples of what self-care routines for busy women can look like, I want to note something that's kind of major, like it's kind of a big deal. Self-care is going to look different from person to person. And for each person, it's going to look different from season to season. So what's 
self-care looked like for me before I became a mom looks completely different than what self-care looks like for me now as a mom, right? So what self-care looked like for me in college looks different than what self-care looks like for me now. What self-care looked like for me when I worked a nine to five looks different than what self-care looks like for me now as an entrepreneur. So don't bother comparing your self-care to somebody else's or even your own current self-care needs to your past self-care needs because there's no point, right? Like it's just, it's that saying, it's like comparing like apples and oranges, like there's no comparison. They're like two completely different fruits, right? So self-care, it doesn't have to be extravagant at all. In fact, I'm a major fan of really practical self-care. I find that people put off self-care when they try to make it this like big, big, fancy, extravagant to do because that's when it starts to feel like a daunting or big task on your to-do list rather than like a regular practice that's woven into your life. When we create habits and routines for self-care, we have less chance of running the risk of hitting that E on our tank. I like having habits and routines in place because then I don't have to use brain power to think about how to or if I'm filling up my tank or not. I know my tank is consistently being filled, so I'm not going to hit E. So all of that being said, I know the Hustle Samely Squad loves and appreciates a concrete example and same, me too, I do as well. So So I thought that I would give you like a self-care menu of ideas to just kind of get your wheels turning. I try to include all different types of self-care so that no matter what your season of life is, this is helpful for you. So the first one we're going to go over is some examples for emotional self-care. So here are some ideas for emotional self-care. Schedule a virtual therapy appointment for one to two times a month. Do a journaling practice every morning shout out to the Peacefully Productive Journal for making this very doable. It takes me like seven minutes in the morning to get my journaling practice in. Practicing gratitude every day. Another shout out to the Peacefully Productive Journal because there is space for daily gratitude built right in. You might be in need of emotional self-care if you find it hard to control your emotions or you're easily affected by the mood of others. So if that sentence you were like, oh shoot, yes, that's me. You might want to start trying to be more intentional about weaving in emotional self-care ideas, okay? So the next one that we're going to talk about is the practical self-care ideas. So I'm going to actually start this one with how you know you might need this one. So you might be in need of practical self-care if you have uh, like this feeling of anxiousness or overwhelm when you try to do simple life tasks. So like getting ready for the day and not knowing what to wear or getting annoyed that your hair tool cords are all tangled up every day. Um, What? Who? Me? Okay. Anyways, um, so some practical self-care ideas would be choosing your outfits for the week ahead of time, organizing your email inbox, creating a budget, um, just things like that. Like those are very practical self-care ideas when you're busy, right? So the next one that I want to talk about, some self-care 
ideas that are physical self-care ideas if you are very busy. So taking a walk after work, having good sleep hygiene, so just focusing on getting enough sleep, drinking enough water throughout the day. Those are three very simple things that make a really big impact on our overall health. So you might be in need of some physical self-care if you feel low energy or you're sluggish or you're physically sore. I feel like physical self-care is like pretty easy to identify. So the next one is that mental self-care. So some ideas for mental self-care if you are busy listening to a podcast. Hey, you're doing that. Love that for you. Reading, doing a puzzle. So you might be in need of mental self-care if your brain feels like a bowl of mashed potatoes at the end of the day. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. All those things I just listed, you can do when you are busy because you can kind of fit them in while you're doing other things. So like listening to a podcast, you can do that while you're driving. You can do that while you're walking. Reading, that is something that we can all make time for in our daily schedule. Even if you're reading for five minutes a day, I feel like just sitting down with a book or a Kindle, I am pro Kindle, and like kind of putting your phone away, putting your email inbox away, and just letting yourself read. I don't really like to And at this stage of my life, I like to read a certain number of pages rather than reading for a certain amount of time. I don't know why. It's just like what I've been craving lately. So I will sit down in the morning and try to read 10 pages of a personal development book. And then before bed, I try to just read until I'm tired, honestly, um, on my Kindle, a fiction book. So Those are some mental self-care ideas. And then some social self-care ideas. Host a game night with your friends. Go on a brunch date with your partner. FaceTime your mom. So you might be in need of some social self-care if you're feeling lonely or disconnected from the important people in your life. And then that brings us on to spiritual self-care ideas. So some ideas to just kind of take care of yourself spiritually. Go on a walk out in nature. Say a prayer or put on some worship music or create a vision board. You might be in need of spiritual self care if you feel just kind of unaligned, scattered, or distracted, or if you're navigating a really tough season of life. I feel like when I'm navigating a really tough season of life, I just am really craving that spiritual self care, like connecting to God since I am a follower of Jesus and that aligns with like my values and my beliefs. Um, And then that brings us to the last one professional self-care ideas. So some ideas to just take care of yourself professionally, set an alarm or reminder to leave your desk for your lunch break. Listen, I know sometimes you got to do a working lunch. Like that's life. That's like I feel you. But as often as you can, I highly recommend getting up, like actually getting up and walking away from your desk during your lunch break. It is so good for your mental health and it just kind of resets you and gets you mentally ready for the second part of your workday. So highly recommend doing that. Another example of professional self-care idea is turning your email notifications off on your phone after hours. Now, I can keep my email notifications off on my phone all the time, 24-7, 365. But if you work at a job where you have to be checking your email like during the day, fine, I get it. Keep your email on. But as soon as you leave from the office, go into your settings and turn that off when it is after hours. And then one more idea. This is a big one. Are you ready? Use your PTO days. Use that paid time off, okay? they are there for you to use. I know some people feel like guilty or weird about using their PTO. 
It's your PTO. Please use it. If I had PTO, you better believe that I'd be using it, okay? Um, So you might be in need of professional self-care if you're feeling burned out when it comes to your work. Like, that's pretty obvious, right? So I want to kind of wrap up this episode by giving you a series of action steps to follow if you feel like you need to just kind of revamp your approach to self-care. These steps are geared toward helping busy women make self-care a priority in their lives. So uh, y'all know that I love giving steps. So that's how I kind of structured this. So step one is identify what type or types of self-care you need most in this season. So choose one to two to start so it's not overwhelming. I'm sure we could all use some sort of self-care in all of these areas, but that can feel overwhelming, right? So choose one to two of the categories and start there, okay? So that's step number one. Identify what type or types of self-care you need most in this season. Step two is brainstorm ideas for each type of self-care that you're in need of. So I think it would be helpful to brainstorm at least four ideas for each type of self-care that you need. So maybe two self-care sprinkles. Remember, these are just ways to elevate things that you're already doing. They're really great when you're in a busy season of life. And then brainstorm two standalone self-care ideas. So let's do an example because I know that can sound kind of confusing. Let's say you're brainstorming ideas for the practical self-care category. So two standalone self-care ideas. Create a recipe board on Pinterest to help you with your weekly meal planning. And then another one might be decluttering your wardrobe every quarter. Okay. And then two self-care sprinkles that fall under that practical self-care. Have a simple picnic in your backyard with the kids for lunchtime. So it's practical because you're already having lunch, right? Like you're going to have to have lunch for the kids. So you might as well just go in the backyard and have a little bit of a picnic, right? It gets you out of the house. That way you don't get the kitchen as messy. Like use paper plates, like make it easy cleanup, like let it be easy. And then another self-care sprinkle, make your desktop icons on your computer cute so you get excited when you look at them during work, okay? So to help you think of self-care sprinkles, just ask yourself, how can I make this experience more elevated? Like it's stuff you're already doing, but just ask yourself that question. How can I make this experience more elevated? And when I say more, I mean a touch more. I'm not saying you got to go all out and go buy like a picnic set for your backyard picnic. Like just throw a towel out in the back and go sit on that. Okay, Um, just a little bit more elevated. So that is step number two is brainstorm ideas for each type of self-care that you're in need of. And then step number three is put self-care on your calendar. So I think it's important to dedicate intentional time each day. So think about like those self-care sprinkles and each week, think about those standalone self-care ideas to self-care. Don't just cross your fingers and hope that you have time to squeeze it in at the end of your day or your week, schedule your self-care into your week so that you know it's going to happen consistently. Make it a habit, make it a routine, okay? So that is what I've got for you today, realistic self-care routines for busy women. I hope this episode helped you realize the importance of self-care and it makes you feel less intimidated by making it a regular thing in your life. You do have time to take care of yourself and you do deserve to be taken care of. It's important that 
you recognize those things, okay? Self-care does not have to be this big, huge ordeal if that doesn't work for you right now. It's you showing up for you in the day-to-day moments. I love you guys so much. I hope to see you inside of the Hustle Sanely Kickstart course later this month. I will chat with you next Tuesday and uh, I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.